Welcome to the Junkyard Outreach. This is Todd. Thanks for joining me as we go through the scriptures and learn what we can to draw close to Jesus. For more episodes and information, check out junkyardoutreach.com. And now, let's dig in. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might understand the things freely given to us by God. And we impart this in words, not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the Spirit, interpreting spiritual truths to those who are spiritual. The natural person does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are folly to him, and he is not able to understand them because they are spiritually discerned. And this issue between the spiritual and the material, or the flesh and the Spirit, is one of the most important topics, in my opinion, in Scripture. It is a war within between the flesh and the Spirit. The word translated flesh in our English Bible is the word sarx from the Greek language of the New Testament. It means physical flesh or meat, the physical body, or spiritually speaking, it's the carnal nature or the animal instincts and its weaknesses, appetites, sinful passions, etc. I just got back from a pastor's conference where I was going up and just needing to connect with God. And at the conference, I was surrounded by a lot of really awesome pastors, guys that responded to the calling of God, and they get it. And I went up there just dry, and I'm like, oh man, I need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And I asked God continually to fill me with His Holy Spirit, but I needed that real thing that just for whatever reason wasn't happening. And so we had a time of worship, getting ready to wait upon the Lord and and open up to the spiritual gifts to see what God would say, and He did some cool stuff. My pastor, at the beginning of it, went over this issue from the basics And I appreciated that because it's something that we need to continue to always go back to the basics, the flesh and the spirit. It jacks us up big time if we're not yielding to the spirit, but we're following our own passions, our own desires, our own minds. Paul, as he writes, refers to the flesh in this manner a lot. So I'm up there and we get ready to do this service. We get ready to worship. Guys are up there, hey, who needs prayer? And I jump out of my seat and I walk up. I need a fill, quick fill of the Holy Spirit. And they prayed for me and I sat back down. The best way I can describe it is being out in the mud working all day long and stinking and being dirty and, you know, you're just gross. And you go in and you hit that hot shower and it just cleanses you. And I just felt that melting away. And that was the Holy Spirit doing that work. I know that. I've experienced that a lot in my life. And it happened and it needs to continue to happen in each one of our lives. So talking about the flesh, in a sense of the word, it's our simple natural cravings. For example, when I'm hungry and my body is craving food for survival, there's no real spiritual component to my hunger in and of itself. I simply need to feed my body to satisfy the cravings so I can continue to survive. It's a built-in survival system. Nothing wrong with that. But when my hunger begins to override my reason and I allow hunger to drive me to a place of unrighteousness, then my natural desires have now become my master. I'm a slave to my hunger. That's why fasting is so helpful in our journey with Jesus, because I put my body in submission. I'm not eating. I'm just chugging water and sports drinks and orange juice for a day, two, three, however many days I'm going to fast. And putting my body in submission and not allowing my natural cravings to control me. Rather, now I'm in control of my natural cravings. I'm disciplining myself. It's so helpful to do that. And the other sense of the word I want to talk about, again, is that spiritual side versus the flesh. 
The flesh is our natural side, and it opposes the spiritual side. My body and my mind are not naturally compatible with my spirit. If I want something in my spirit in conjunction with God's spirit instructs me, no, you're not going there, then my natural inclination is to reject my spirit. You know, whatever, I want it. It's what I want to do. I think I know what's best for me. I don't think this is a bad deal. That's our natural cravings. And it doesn't go away. It continues to haunt us until (laughs) the day we die. What does this reveal? It reveals the war within my mind where the natural inclinations want to rule me. But at the same time, I know that I need to be ruled by the Holy Spirit who communicates with my spirit. It's always better to obey the Spirit of God than to disobey, but it can be incredibly difficult to submit to God's Spirit when we really want to do something that we know He doesn't want for us. We've got to understand this battle. It's not a natural battle. It's a spiritual or supernatural battle within. And the way to get through it, the way to understand it, the way to study it and create tactics and all that, you got to be spiritually discerning some of these things. 1 Corinthians 2.14, the natural person does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are folly to him, and he is not able to understand them because they are spiritually discerned. A natural mind, that mind without the Spirit, cannot understand the things of the Spirit. It doesn't work. The spiritual has to be discerned spiritually, and the way you discern that is the Spirit of God connecting with your spirit. When we live outside a supernatural relationship with God, then we operate like everyone else on the planet, and that's by using our minds. And our minds are driven by the flesh. And we've got willpower, and we can control that. And that's not to say you can't live a successful life in the flesh, because obviously you can. You know, we look around, you see all these successful people. But a successful relationship with Jesus demands we live not by the flesh, but by the Spirit. And that's where new life begins as a believer. That's where I say, yep, I understand now this battle. And the things that I want, that I crave, if God's telling me no, I need to go with God. That's where life is. That's where the new life begins. John 6, 6, 3. It is a spirit who gives life. The flesh is of no help at all. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life, Jesus says. And with the new life, there's an expectation that we will mature as time goes on and we continue to live by the spirit. You know, I've met a ton of believers in my lifetime, and I believe most of them do not live according to the spirit. Rather, they still live according to the flesh, their old way, their old man or old woman just by the way they live, by the way they act. And there's very little spiritual victory in their life. And they're not using that spiritual power to drive them, to instruct them. And I think one of the main causes is that it's not taught in the pulpit. You teach this in the pulpit constantly. Listen and obey the Spirit of God and obey the Word. And you'll see your congregation become stronger. But as it is, there's a lot of people that simply flounder. Good people that want to know, they just don't know how to fight the battle. They're clueless. 1 Corinthians 3, one. but brothers, I cannot address you as spiritual people, but as people of the flesh, as infants in Christ. And he's talking about those believers in that church at Corinth. These are children of God he's talking about. He says, I fed you with milk, not solid food. And he's talking about the basics. For you are not ready for it. And even now you're not ready, for you're still of the flesh. For while there is jealousy and strife among you, are you not of the flesh and behaving only in a human way? Answer, yep. So maturity as a believer comes when we transition from the flesh, rejecting our own cravings, and we submit to the Spirit of God, accept His instruction. And we get that instruction by hearing from the Spirit and from reading the Word. God's Spirit is not going to contradict the Word of God or the Bible. So when we see something we don't like in Scripture, like not being able to fornicate with whomever we want, we know that a word from the Spirit will be consistent with that. So we read it and we're like, yeah, yeah. God's got a real hang-up with sex outside of marriage, and he does because it ruins people. But if we pray about it, 
uh, you know what, Lord, this feels right. You know, I want to advance this relationship and I want to have a, a, a sexual relationship because we're thinking about getting married, blah, 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 blah. And you sense that something's telling you it's okay. Well, you're listening to the wrong spirit. Either an evil spirit is influencing you or you're listening to your own flesh that really wants to move forward in whatever you're doing. Your flesh will deceive you. Like Jeremiah said, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Only God can. And God tells us, dude, your heart's jacked up. Don't follow your heart. It will lead you down the wrong path. First John 2.15, do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh or the lust of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and the pride of life. It's not from the Father, it's from the world. And the world's passing away along with its desires. But whoever does the will of God abides forever. So fight the battle of the flesh. Fight it with all you have. The power of the Holy Spirit is available to you 24-7. You cry out, Lord, give me the strength. Give me the power. I need your power. Find believers that know this and say, can you pray for me? I want victory in the life of the Spirit. And let him pray for you. Read the Word. Obey. Trust Jesus, man, and you'll have victory in your life. Because the flesh is always crying out, feed me. But we feed the Spirit by faith, by staying in the Word, by believing, by rejecting those evil desires that are in all of us. And we grow. And we're blessed. Thank you.